Hello and welcome to Off the Shelf with Phil and Dave, the movie talk show where each week one of us takes a movie off our shelf, presents it to the other, and discusses it at length. Here we are coming off of Dave's shelf. Yes. The year 2000's Reindeer Games. Right on time. Happy New Year, my man, my friend. <laughs> it's a little tardy. How are things uh, this week? <laughs> And uh, how's the year shaping up for you? So far, so good, Phil. No complaints. Uh, 2024 has brought in some things. Wonderful. Things yeah. have come. Things have gone. Yep. Classic year. Yeah. Well, you don't have to write checks anymore. So, uh, you know, you don't get you don't have to worry about getting the year wrong as much. It's true. So Emails are their own timestamp. You yes. don't really have to deal with that. There's some online stuff and some other things that require you to enter the date. Of course. But uh, somehow... Uh, haven't had to do that yet. So I'll let you know the first time I, I write 2023. Fantastic. Instead of 24. I so deal with dates every day in my job, and I'm often uh, oh, okay. struggling. That's rough. Yeah. Sounds like uh, hard times. I want to apologize. This movie was uh, tried to get it in last year before the uh, the year in review episode. Sure. It would have gave us another Ben. Yeah, benefit of Ben. Uh, I w- wonder if this had would have been your Ben pick, other because uh, instead of the surviving Christmas cop out uh, <laughs> that you received, uh, it's a, it takes place Christmas Eve. So again, it certainly qualifies. Yeah, we're but we're still uh, the Christmas season. Absolutely, there's, uh, there's snow, snow on the on ground. The ground. Uh, That's all you need. And so we have a few Santas. Five. Uh, five. There yeah. needs to be five. It's got to be five. Right? Let's clear knows. that up right now. There needs to be <laughs> five Santas. And by the end, we'll explain that to you if you didn't quite get it. Yes. So will the movie. Yes. <laughs> it will. It does a very good detail. job of explaining everything that's going on. <laughs> to a, I would say to a fault. Mm-hmm. Interesting about uh, that. And this movie has a few of those. <laughs> Phil, first tell me. Yeah, I'll throw it back to you. Then I'll get into the, my history with it. But I, I, I'm really curious to know how many times you've seen Reindeer Games and if it's actually on your shelf. This is the second time I've seen this movie. Okay. I, as you know, certainly around this era, 2000, 2003, mm-hmm. is kind of my band's sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the director, John Frankenheimer, has got a long history of quality. Well, I shouldn't say a long history, but there's quality interspersed in his in his filmography. Okay. The writer, this guy named Aaron Kruger, had really pissed me off oh, prior, which we'll get so into. Hear it. Can't um, wait. So there were enough, and then Benavito obviously was enough to kind of get excited. Charlize, early Charlize. Your, I would assume it's early Charlize. At, at a, at a, uh, to judging a, by the career she took, <laughs> this to must a, be an early one. To a 20 year old, uh, Phil was. Uh, Enough yeah. reasons to watch the movie. Um, I hated it. Uh, then uh, uh, theater? Uh, no, 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 no. This was a rental. Uh, yeah. I was working at the video store by then, okay. and um, just couldn't couldn't connect the dots on it. Yeah. I, I thought uh, it's not for everyone. Didn't really kind of get what I wanted out of it. Affleck. I did, however, really enjoy the trailer. The it's way that, a really good trailer. The way that it's cut and put How together. How misleading I was like, can a trailer be? Eh? Yeah, I was like, I can get into this. Yeah. And uh, I thought Affleck was in that same sweet spot in that, particularly around how he really can't wait to get some hot chocolate and some pecan pie, pecan the way in which he pie. delivers that. I was like, you know, I can get into this. Yeah, and um, the so movie cool. was a bit of a letdown all the way back then. And today? Uh, it has not improved whatsoever. Uh, in <laughs> That's fact, like a fine wine. We, eh? did the, we did ourselves and the listeners a, a favor this week and uh, chose to watch the director's cut. Okay, we 
got to stop doing that. That's it. <laughs> no more. I don't uh, care what it is. It was all I could find, uh, to be well, fair. We and, will have uh, to go out and actually get you a, an actual copy. I will pay money uh, yeah. if we don't have to watch. Because then you have to. You're, if you're watching director's cut, I have, have to watch to, the exactly, director's cut. So. Sorry, director's cut or extended cut? Well, I think that they kind of One and the same. fluctuate uh, depending. Director's cut would imply that the director had something to do with it. Extended cut, sometimes, particularly around the era of the DVD, which this was, and that sort of early DVD sweet spot, it was a marketing ploy. You know, we just sort of put the stuff back in. doesn't always necessarily reflect the mm. director's vision. Got you, um, got you, got you. So got you. this may have been just the extent, uh, extended cut. I, I can't explain. Yeah. I do know that it was longer than it needed to be mm. and longer than it was 23 years ago when I watched it. Yes, I would agree. I mean, I think it. I think we've, I think we've learned our lesson with the extended cut. I would hope so. Uh, yeah. Director's we'll, cut... I would say maybe. I don't know if this was officially coined one or the other. Yeah, I, I think it was extended cut. I think it was extended. Therefore, there's, if it's director's cut, there's a little bit of trust in there. Sure. Say it's Wrath of Khan, there's a director's cut. It's like, oh, man, that might be interesting. Yes, there's certainly, I mean, Ridley Scott's made a career out of it. Uh, so, too, is uh, Oliver Stone. But Ridley Scott in particular, he sort of released the Kingdom of Heaven. And it's mm. uh, his director's cut is something like an hour and fifteen minutes more than that, or something like that. Napoleon, or Justice League, for, uh, Justice League yeah. is another one. The, the Napoleon movie that just came out is already like two and a half, and he says, cut, "Well, yeah. there's a four and a half hour director's cut that's coming to Apple uh, eventually, right?" So there's and and certainly there's an uh, interest in it, I'm sure. Something like Blade Runner has four or five different cuts. Uh, Close Encounters, two or three different cuts. Uh, Alexander, three or four different cuts, right? So the what differentiates between extended cut for marketing purposes, director's cut for visionary purposes. It's a bit murky, but there are a number of directors that like to revisit. I will say from a, a person who has done a lot of editing in the last two years, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, not only audio, but I've done a lot of video, as you know. Absolutely. Editing. And I've learned a lot. I came into school with no experience whatsoever uh, editing video. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it's tough yeah. to pick and choose what doesn't make it in. Sure. Because as a young, you know, inexperienced uh, visionary, yes, you course. want it all. Of you course. want it it's all. all it's your it's stuff. All perfect. It's yeah. yours. It's perfect. You want it in there. Yeah. And you got to cut. It'll be merciless. Eighty percent. Like it's like we did one, and I feel like it's pretty seamless. Flows good. Mm -hmm. uh, doesn't doesn't. I don't think it needs any editing. Yeah. Uh, but it does and we're going to and we're going to sit down with the editing professor and we'll happily take in his input sure because i'm really curious because that's even then what we thought we had hit that mark yep still not enough so we uh, clearly well i'm still in school so it's clearly learning to do that's right there's still more there's to nothing do. left i just leave uh, <laughs> i got it folks yeah I'm so out. i feel with these movies like oh well we really want this in and it's a way to market it and sell it and sure. we want to show it so i get it but if the movie's already shitty there's no, you, you haven't cut out the good stuff and left in the shitty stuff. I will. Uh, that's a very poor choice if that's the case. I will argue that there have been occasions. Another one that actually is guilty of this because I just have recently watched The Outsiders, the complete novel, which is a recut of uh, that movie by Francis Ford, who has gone and recut Apocalypse Now and recut Godfather 3 mm -hmm. in the years. There is an element that says, I couldn't do it because... Studio pressures. There was technology. Uh, sure. Lucas, another prime example. Yeah, yeah. Now, good point. recutting the movie isn't necessarily what he did, but 
saw the limitations of 1977 or 81 or 84. I'll, I'll get back to this. And like I will yeah. and can now make it something different, something like the Difference Cotton Club term, and other yeah. things. Coppola is restructuring the story. Godfather, he shuffled the beginning, the middle, the end in different ways. And, and in part, it's with the benefit of hindsight. It's like, well, this movie wasn't well received and now I can kind of go and try and make it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, alternatively, there's I have strict orders by the studio. I need a 98-minute movie and I but I think it's better. We've talked before about a couple of movies, none of which come to mind immediately, that we would la- I would have preferred a longer version because what it's trying to, what it cuts out or skips over, I think is actually more interesting than what we actually get. Not to suggest that it exists, like that they shot it, but I meant in the cutting of the movie, I want to spend more time with these guys in this world and this thing. Event Horizon, I think, maybe. That's one. another one. Actually, yeah. yeah, there's another one where they cut so much out of it that the story doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. Now, that is cut together for a variety of reasons. I don't know specifically, but studio involvement likely and theater. Keeping and it less disgusting. Less gory. One. <laughs> all of these kinds of things. As a horror fan, the unrated yeah, di- director's yeah. cut was always like the holy grail of for me because I got a chance to finally watch the kills that, that, that were cut out of the MPA and, and video is different than the theaters. Like they're different rating systems. So all of that stuff is to say that it's not always a detriment to add more to a, to a story. I think when your movie is really shitty, it's challenging to make it not shitty. Unshitty. Yeah. Um, especially if you're going in with that sort of preconceived notions. A good example of this is Rocky four which maybe we'll get to off the shelf at some point. but I would only assume at this point. But it it had, Sloan just recently did, during COVID, did a director's cut of that. And I, it, what it cut out was actually some of the stuff that I really loved as a 13-year-old or 8-year-old, 10-year-old kind of kid watching that movie. Yeah. So it's interesting that the better, quote-unquote, version of that movie actually excised the things that I most connected to. And as a result, watching it again, I was like, eh. Garbage. It's not quite as hot. Garbage. Doesn't hit as, it doesn't hit even though maybe substantively it's a better movie. It doesn't quite hit the same mark. So it's yeah, all it's really kind of shady. Thirteen year old and then watching it again. That's another factor as well. Taste. So well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This did not do it any good. On either either side is that I didn't like yeah. it at at at, at the yeah, original the length. This wasn't any better. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> having said all that, this is a, a nay on if it makes it better. But we'll talk about through. I myself feel like you have s- had seen it um, once before. I snagged it. Sure. It, it Good was, deal someplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 bucks uh, somewhere. Bargain bin, I suppose. At I the suspect. time would have been like, a, no, I don't think so. I think I found it under the letter R. I, I go right oh. to the R's. Okay. I don't, and I go, Rocky, nope, nope. Rambo, <laughs> nope. Rainier games. <laughs> That's yes. what I like. Yeah. That's it. I went through a pretty big phase around shortly after that movie came out of of grabbing a lot of uh, reindeer based games, yeah, <laughs> reindeer based case movies. And Blu-rays came out when the Blu-ray started hit really hitting the, hitting uh, the scene. early to mid two thousands. So yeah, I think it was probably no like the, uh, mid two thousands. Yeah, four so five. It yeah, it would have been about four or five years after it came out. So no. I hadn't seen it until I'd got it on Blu-ray. Okay, and uh, it's been uh, blessed on my uh, sitting on my shelf. Uh, ever since, uh, I've thought about going back to it, but uh, there's reasons why I hadn't gone back to it eagerly, mm-hmm, and I'm sure. just getting it back to it now. And I needed some um, some more time to <laughs> uh, to forget about it so I could watch it with fresh eyes. Sure, yeah, yeah. And all I remembered was, okay, I think there's a twist. 
there are some guys dressed up as Santa Claus. There's some snow and a transport truck. I was re- That's it. I was really surprised by how little I remembered of it. I remembered oh, really? the Charlize of it, certainly. I did not. Totally forgot she was in it. Uh, and I remember uh the what i felt even at the time was one of the worst lines of dialogue ever committed to film which was sanee saying don't play any of your reindeer games yeah it felt like what like that's even know what that means. Or, exactly like it's just such like a nonsensical i guess if i knew what it meant like I don't it know. doesn't mean anything i it can't mean like, something well it, it's a reference we wouldn't say it it's in reference to rudolph obviously they wouldn't let him play in any reindeer games but it's oh a, that it doesn't it? mean anything other than oh okay well uh, if that's the case I don't like it. I'm surprised you couldn't have picked that up. The one fucking Rudolph, uh, the one reindeer in the entire reindeer. universe, you couldn't put the... the, 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 the oh, his name the, is Rudy. There it is. Yeah. Rudolph, Rudy. Sure. But he doesn't know he's Rudy. And he doesn't. He thinks and he's it doesn't, Nick. And it doesn't even matter, even okay, if you so did it's not know. That. It's like trying to be clever. It's garbage. Okay, it is garbage. So that I remembered, yes. and I remembered Charlize, and I remembered that there was a twist, but I couldn't remember what that twist yeah, was. Yeah, I forgot what the actual was. Just um, uh, existed. Uh, and Gary Sinise's haircut. Yeah, hair sure. Style, I should say, yeah, his do. His do, yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty so there's very little that I remembered of it. So going in, I actually had... I don't want to say high hopes because I certainly recognize that I did not like this movie all those years ago. And here we are. But I did kind of think... Not like it all over again. It's another opportunity, as we've talked a number of times over the years of this show, is to try and recontextualize movies, right? Sometimes they grow in esteem. Sometimes they lose some some of that. And... Uh, Sometimes it just stays the same. And this one just kind of stays the same <laughs> as it feels. Like, I, I hated it then. And now and I know why, though. <clears throat> I feel like I can articulate sure. it maybe more. Yeah, or at absolutely. least try to articulate it. I'm not very good at articulating You can stumble your way through Yeah, I can probably stumble through. It. I'll get some words out. <laughs> some of it will make sense. I, That's right. But as you get better and better at your editing, the listeners won't even know the difference. You know. Fair, fair. <laughs> It'll flow beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten so good in the last two years yeah. of uh, editing. Yeah, uh, it's magic. But yeah, so first of all, I want to say, have you ever been to prison? I would just, you know, it's this I went to Alcatraz. Yeah, to visit though. Oh yes, just to visit. Okay, well, I thought yeah. you've never been in in a prison, never been involved in a riot. Nope, nothing like that. Eh? No. Nope. Okay, just want to get that out of the way because this, you know, the first section of the movie is sure. Now I did related. just briefly want to chat about the filmmakers because we talked that a little bit sense. about John Frankenheimer, who. Has uh, done prison time, actually. Has probably, has probably done some prison <laughs> I time. I think so. Uh, he directed a movie called The Manchurian Candidate. I've heard it was there, very the, good movie. The Denzel one, because it was that's Jonathan Demme. Okay, he so did not the, the original one. back in the '60s. Yeah, uh, with Frank Sinatra and oh, uh, Frankie S. Yes. Uh, our dear friend, He's still around, Angela Lansbury. Oh yeah, uh, which is a, a, a really good movie. He's a and flower. he kind of had a resurgence in the '90s by directing uh, Ronan. Which is on a my pretty shelf. big hit. I don't oh, think okay. I've ever. Actually, I don't think I've ever watched it. All right. Well, well uh, maybe. So he was kind of in that space. He did, uh, I believe, the second French Connection movie. So he's kind of had a career that lasted a long time, but not a lot that I would immediately glom onto. Okay. And this was his last movie, and written by this guy Aaron Kruger, which I'm not, you're probably unfamiliar, but mm. at, at the time I was really big into screenwriting. And he had won what they call the Nickel Fellowship uh, in late 90s, 97, 8, some of that region. And his first script was Arlington Road. Really? Because that is on my shelf and I've watched it a few times. There you go. Pretty unique. So that's a movie where I remember hearing the premise and thinking, that's really clever. Explain the twist. And then (laughs) if, if that same logic, I find out he's written this movie. 
and I hear the premise, I think that's pretty clever. Yeah. And he went on later to write The Ring. Uh, he wrote the third Scream movie. I think he's done the recent Top Gun. Like he's, he's kind of a hack to be to be fair, at least in my opinion, because those all suck. And I find that he's better with concept than he is maybe with execution. Because again, I watch this and hear this: two guys in prison, one guy dies, the other one sort of takes over his life. I'm like, there's it's room. Old. There's room for sure. a movie there. Yes, there's um, some good a good idea here. Uh, the premise was sort of solid. I thought that's re- you know pretty yeah. clever. It's, it's and then it's once the movie starts getting going, you realize not so much. And evident certainly in these first scenes. Now, we the movie, as you say, does open in prison. And I, one of the things that drove me the most nuts. There's two things that I really have problems with right away. In Better this movie. oh right at the right okay. away because I was okay with it. For that whole section, really. They're fairly stylistic choices, so I can okay. appreciate that it's maybe more of just me being kind of a jerk, uh, picky or, or whatever else in regards to my aesthetic. Okay. Well, okay. But I'm interested the, the two here. things that stuck out were the excessive use of close-ups in the first, in the prison phases. There's a okay. lot of extreme close-ups. Headshots? Tight headshots. Okay. That I just thought... Unnecessary? Unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I mean, your Whose shot idea was that your shot choices end up being part of the story, right? There's a reason why yeah. you cut wide. There's a reason why you zoom in. There's a reason why you dolly over, over your the shoulder. Right? All of these things are ways to tell a story and to sure. sort of convey information. But in these extreme close-ups, at really strange times and like a dialogue sequence in a prison yard, you don't need what I think anyway. Tight extreme close-ups. You need a, even a, a wide two shot to show that they're just two people in this vast, you know, place. You don't get any of the sense of where they are when you're looking at that stuff. So those choices, I think, right away, I'm like, it's a bit jarring. As much as I like Ben, I don't need to see that shot. Jarring is a big word that comes up in my at school. Jarring. You don't want to jar the audience. I do not. It sounds. Like I don't enjoy jarred. being jarred. And no, unless you're, you're not jammed. So <laughs> the second thing that really right away ticked me off. Okay. Is the camera is going up and down. If you remember, when the photos are on Nick's, sorry, Rudy's wall. Nick's wall. Nick's wall. <laughs> I can see where he made that mistake. He's got all the uh, the photos of Ashley. Yeah, right? And the camera's down and up, down and up, yeah. down and up. And then we get a reveal of Ben Affleck doing push-ups. Except Ben Affleck is facing out of the prison of the bars sure but the camera angle which is effectively a pov effectively in that shot or ineffective it's designed to be yeah is doing up and down over pictures of ashley marshall or ashley so, he, so he's got to switch 60 he's, degrees he's 90, 80, 90 degrees 90, 90 degrees yeah that wasn't very good at algebra um, anyway so those things i find are really like right away i'm just like this movie feels like a hackery it feels like the choices that are being made here yeah, are, are not sound. They're yeah. no, they don't make sense. Right away, I'm like, this, this, and I recognize that may be a little, again, uh, my own maybe aesthetic choices or, or preferences, but uh-huh. I think it, 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 you know, I read it like logic is already being discounted. Yeah. And well, I, I wouldn't, I cannot say that I picked up on that because I'm not as astute as you, my friend. But that does make sense because throughout the movie, I'm like, this is lazy or it's a poor choice, yeah. unnecessary. 
and it bothers me. And I, and it, and I, I, I talked about it before, and I'll talk about it again in this movie. It really annoys me. Glass is, is the sort of accumulation of that. I really let it out that episode. Oh, yeah, sure. Just the fact that you didn't put any effort into who you have yeah. in the scene. These extras just look like very extra. They're NPCs. They're just yeah. wandering around. And you, these are very important Generic. people. Yeah, yeah. Are supposed to be yeah. Uh, well, they sell your scene. They yeah. sell your movement. Yeah, you, you know. And that really blew put me over the edge. And this isn't as bad as that, but again, it uh, there's a lot of points where I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, I like, think it's interesting because we talk about these movies and the choices and who's responsible and how they feel. And I, in that at last instance, I could articulate for whatever reason, in part because I pay attention to those kinds of things. But I think what's more telling than just some snobby idiot going on and on about shots that and, and why maybe they don't work or why they stick out or whatever, jar uh, an image. <laughs> uh, I think it's really fascinating to me to hear you, who's sort of a self-professed kind of, I don't know, man, like I just take the movie as it comes. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right, and there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. I meant like even... It, advantages and disadvantages. Exactly, <laughs> but even through just that lens and that prism of... You maybe couldn't articulate what was off, but something was off. Yeah, you're still right? not enjoying it. For that's the thing, and so reason. to me, that that's obviously a movie problem because I can look at it and go like, "Oh, you're just being snobby, or you're just being nitpicky, or you're just being kind of your own you're thing." Something, Phil. I hate and to while say you it. may not be able to specify the thing, in that regard, it makes it telling to me that it's a filmmaker problem, not necessarily a me being nitpicky problem. Yeah, most things are typically. A you I usually problem. accept that, yeah. But you're right. In this case, uh, I can't argue. No, it's not so well. Now, those are like the, literally like the first sort of two shots of the movie or whatever else. What about the rest of the prison scene? We could kind of maybe look at that as a chunk. We can, can't we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not the rest of it, but we can. No, we can certainly. Can. This is because it's its own yeah, moment, setting. really. It, it's yeah. uh, it's all like the, the preface for what comes next. Yes. Setting um, everything up. Absolutely. So what are your thoughts on just the prison sequence in general and uh, the scenes, the relationship, how it establishes that friendship and uh, sets up the drama of the, the, the knife fight? You know, and basically the entire yeah. chunk. Like, what do, you, do you have any highlights of that? Well, I think overall it's done pretty well. Uh, it, it's, it gives me the sense that this could be a good movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, the dialogue's pretty solid. It, it's it's given us some exposition. It's giving a little idea why he's been in prison. He says that pretty good with a voiceover. Mm-hmm. Some people uh, are in for rape and murder, and they're out before I am, and I'm just, just a car a guy, thief. Just or, a car thief. Yep. And uh, a bit of uh, a bit of Nick's sort of why he's in there. A little bit of whoopsie daisy. I killed the guy. I was mad. Wasn't yep. planned. So therefore, it's manslaughter. So he's getting out. At the same time, actually, yep. and again, so they do. This movie has a has a, um, a tendency to kind of explain what why it's doing what it's doing, and I don't mind that in some instances. Sometimes I need it because, you yeah. know, I needed it to be explained to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at that point, I'm okay with it. So I thought, in general, I thought the insects in the food, I thought it was great. It was gross. Uh, you thought it was great. I I had real problems. I just thought this this the. the <laughs> Has it happened to you? <laughs> no, I mean the stuff around like their demons or something in the in the in the gelatin, and like repeating. Yeah. I just thought like, okay, so if this is your inciting incident, it doesn't make any sense. Is it that, like, the riot later is pre- is uh, taken into account that it was an accident, like it wasn't planned? It wasn't planned because you're supposed to get stabbed later. That's right. So yeah. who? So it just so happens that this one day there was a. 
these bugs in the gel. Like I, I just felt like a lot of protein. I don't understand most of that stuff. Yeah, I, I felt like it's a little contrived and a little silly. Now, obviously, it sets up the fact that the rest of the movie is going to be exactly as contrived and as silly as it is. So I didn't yeah. really think too much of it. But in the moment, not knowing what the rest is to come, I was like, I just don't. This is such a weird sequence and how Affleck doesn't seem to care. And that, I think, is just the idea. Like, it's protein. Don't worry about it. Who cares? Shut up. I just think. You You'd have to be pretty far gone yeah, in life. That was pretty gross. To not have that be like affecting on some level. I think it's just he's just saying. It. I don't think he wants to eat it himself. Yeah, maybe. I think he's just trying to be joking. Smart ass. Yeah, you don't yeah. ban it. Yeah, yeah it's smart true. ass. But and it just threw me off. Is all. Overall, I thought again by the end of the whole prison scene, I think, hey, that's okay. Do you get that relationship? Do you get those two as, yeah. as buddies? Yeah, for sure. And yeah. they're like buddies, but not buddy buddy with the whole court courtyard. Yeah, that's uh, my about, question about, coming about up. About Charlize, about her, and like, well, how about I take her out for a couple yes. dates during the day, like, what do you mean at, at night yes. sort of thing? Test the merchandise. I thought it was a little bit cringy. A little gross, yeah. But here we have two guys who have been in prison for, I think, what, five? I think it's five years. Yeah, yeah, five years, yeah. So I bought it on that premise, like, well, if I haven't been with a woman for five, which I probably did definitely go five years sure. at some point at, at during one point my driest yeah, yeah, yeah. spell. Five to ten. <laughs> five to ten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think just being in prison and, sure. and, and I think it's different because of that where I probably could if I tried harder applied myself sure uh, you can apply yourself as much as you want in prison you're not getting it uh, at least for Very a true. female anyways I had a I, I had a, a thought around Put and I actually or talked or myself around it because I, my initial note for this sequence as well was Love in it. talking about how they're buddies and their friends and in voiceover he talks about how uh, all you can really talk about in the courtyard or in prison is what you're going to do after prison. Mm -hmm. And then he says, what are you going to do when you get out of prison? Uh -huh. There's a part of me that thought, this is today. Is this the first time that he's asked that question? Because after this long, yeah. he's just talked about how this is what you talk about when you're in prison. And then he asked the question. <laughs> I'm like, OK, so does it mean that you've been talking yourself about this today? <laughs> this yeah. is what you do? Uh, this is the 20th time he's mentioned pecan. And, and that's the thing. I think I kind of took it to sort of be maybe more like I'm excited and you know what I'm going to do when I get out of prison? I'm going to get some hot chocolate and some pecan pie. I feel like my hope is that it's like an inside joke between them. I, I get that that sense, they consistently yes. have talked about what the first yeah, thing they're going to do. There is something so in the forth. movie that indicates he said it, has said pecan pie yeah. before. So I was I was allowing it eventually. That, but at first, I just good. thought, appreciate it. what a ridiculous... Like, again, this movie doesn't have any sense to it. There's no logic to it because you're going to have a voiceover, which is obviously added to me, obviously, later to that's try and connect do. these well, dots. What do they do with voiceovers? They get added later, typically. Uh, yeah, but I meant more like from the script. Like, mm. someone wrote it, like, this made this movie and went, this doesn't make any sense. We should have oh. some, some voiceover to try and connect some of these dots. That's why everything is so explained. <laughs> and these elements of, like, like I always said, you know, it's there just to sort of connect some dots because everyone that watched the movie went, what the fuck is happening in this movie? Um, anyway, I gave it credit by the end, but at first I thought, this sucks. This movie is so lazy in its writing and its execution right so away. So you're saying it sucks and we're not even out of prison yet. We're not even out of prison. I'm already now I've got well, like I'm, three I or four strikes. further than you. Three or four strikes against it is the problem. It's like I'm watching this movie and there's things that are so uncomfortable to me that even before we get out of prison, I did like, speaking of things we did, I did like, I did like the Shiv. Oh, I did like good. that there was... 
that there was death. Yes, uh, early do, on. Yeah, and I did like because again, you need that to set up the premise. So from that point on, I kind of enjoyed it. I didn't okay. really get the the prison guard messing with him after. I, it's unnecessary, but generally That's speaking, what you think he, he, the, the, it never comes back. If that guard came back again, it'd be a little different. If there was some other element, but of all the things that do come back in this movie, uh, the guard wasn't <laughs> one of them. Um, but I did like kind of the that death, and then into obviously the stuff on the bus. So uh, you got there longer, I guess. Uh, I was out fairly early on this. But what are your thoughts on the bus? Would you have gotten off the bus? Do you think, given the circumstances? Five years, Charlize in a nice silver coat. Well, with the Heinz, with the knowledge I have now, no. Uh, but with the knowledge I had, say, at that time, uh, I love that when he looks to the left and he, he's about to not do it. Yeah. And then he sees these, this couple making out on the Basically bus. Basically, ready to pork her on the. And so I think bus. that's clever. Yeah, I agree. Um, to have. And so I, 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 would I do it? I'm not sure. But it, the fact that the character did it makes complete sense within the script and with what's being delivered. So, and it has to happen, obviously, anyways. Um, well, I would, without hesitation. I, get I, off the bus. Get off the bus. Yeah, well, we, uh, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, it is clever structure of a story to kind of do that and the sort of premise within, as I said. So I like, it obviously needs to happen for the movie, but I would not be as conflicted as uh, Mr. Affleck was in that moment. Yeah. As for bus scenes go, it's fine. It's yeah, totally fine. Yeah. It's yeah. not the best bus scene I've seen, but not the worst. No, Fugitive probably maybe yeah, the well, best bus scene. Daylight, good bus scene there. Yeah. There's a yeah. shoe involved. Speed. Speed. We haven't talked about it on the podcast, so the movie well, doesn't exist really. But there's a bus. <laughs> there's a bus. Definitely <laughs> a bus. Absolutely. So now begins effectively the very short, but the... Uh, lovey-dovey, if you will. Yeah, the winter romance. The winter romance, the rushed. I love a good winter romance. Winter a lot of romance. inside. You know, you don't have to go out that often. That's it. Stay home, watch movies, yep. make out. Nothing but a candy cane. Doesn't make any sense either. I don't you know. Better, she Did he says, say that? She says to him, when I get oh, back yeah. in there, you better be wearing nothing but a candy cane. Yes. Have you ever worn a candy cane in your life? No, but I guess that you could hook it on an erection. Uh, sure, yes. I don't know if that's what she was. But I think if you, if you, would you want to put on a candy cane if you're having an erection? No, doesn't make no, no sense. No, I don't. I don't. Even as a rec- take the whole sexualization of, of it, I don't want a candy cane on any given day. No, me neither. I don't enjoy. Uh, the candy I don't cane. like the flavor. For a Christmas guy, I do not enjoy no, peppermint. I don't, and the, I don't uh, mind the ones that were actually. Um, Cherry flavored, like sure. That, yeah, you yeah. know that extra fake ones. different stripe. That's right. Yes. Yeah, the wannabes, uh, but otherwise, <laughs> not a fan. So yeah, they're sort of uh, they have their. It's very awkward. They first sit down. I love that they're talking about the weather. She says negative five. <laughs> yeah. And he must say with the wind chill. Yeah. I don't know if he said wind shield. Some people think it's wind shield. Let's oh, no. clarify that for everyone. Wind chill. All, all twelve listeners. It's wind chill. Yes. Yes. I love the awkwardness of this scene, actually. Oh, it plays. Because I think it totally plays. I think you get all that excitement. I've been on, I don't know if you ever did any online dating, but I did a period of my life with some online dating. Lava life. Come on. Absolutely. Lava life's my jam. (laughs) And there would be occasions where you're texting and you're chatting. And, you know, even before I didn't have a cell phone. So it's just like MSN or whatever else back and forth. And then at some point, you have to like break the 
seal as it were and go into public and there's the things that you were chatting about (laughs) and the ease in which you were doing it on text and then you get in face to face and it's weird and awkward and And uncomfortable and then eventually you have sex like i can like i think now you've mentioned i think i've recalled having that sort of conversation being then being super awkward and being ending up that night yeah uh, still works in the sack sure because so. you've already built up all the credibility that even a one sure. a moment of uh, d- uncomfortability if, yeah yeah you know and they may never see you again anyway yeah. and everyone kind of knows what you're getting into in this instance sure uh so yeah anyway but that was a situation where this felt really fairly natural actually it was like he doesn't know what to say to her in part because he doesn't have the history yeah right but yeah. also what do you you got you got nothing to talk about right Five years you got nothing to say so i i did find that sequence uh to be pretty funny and um well performed like i, I actually one of the you, better scenes in the movie speaking of natural way. yeah uh, it's a few moments later yeah uh, we could see charlise and uh, with her natural natural beauty natural beauty yeah. yes uh i forgot about that that's all i could think about this uh, movie for 23 <laughs> years it's the only thing that stuck out to me yeah so and ben's bottom Yes, yes. You know, not shy. Was that his bottom, or do you think it was a st- stunt double? Uh, you not really a stunt, but just a, a butt double, I guess. Uh, I think it's natural. I'd have to think it's Ben's? spend some time on it, but uh, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna call it Ben's butt. Yeah. All right. Yep. Early contender for butt of the year <laughs> and breast of the year. Oh, you get some right. new categories. Absolutely. Uh, for next year, out. buddy. <laughs> but uh, that is where the sort of good scenes really end for a long time because I, I did enjoy the awkwardness of that. Yeah. And then there's sort of a shopping spree. There's sort of one stage. Yeah. Nice. You watch them kind of, kind of doing the fun things. And that's not long after. And soon after we get introduced to Gabriel. Yeah. Her brother. Gary Sinise. Yeah. The Sinise, is it? Okay. Yes. Now we haven't talked a lot about Gary Sinise. No, no. He's, uh, we haven't done, um, anything with him in it. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, do you have any thoughts on on him or his performance in here? He's obviously the, kind of the, the main. He's the bad guy in this movie, ultimately, um, with a heck of a haircut. Yeah, you know what? I, I, when I picture him, I see him in his uh, NCIS or NCIS. Oh, or interesting. Okay. He does one of those okay. shows. I think it's New York, CSI New York, mm, I believe okay. it is, if I'm not mistaken. I see him in, in that good role. Okay. Uh, we see, of course, he was Lieutenant in Lieutenant Dan. Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. Yep. And I have very small recollection of that movie seems like he was a good guy but not a good guy bad guy until he was reformed sure yeah so i don't have a lot of experience with 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 gary Mm -hmm. uh other than my brother gary which uh, i know him a little bit better and i think him as a bad guy he has a bit of a look like Mm -hmm. i say you could do a bad guy pretty easily yeah yeah i think they made him pretty bad guy the hair the hairstyle made him look even the, the shitty facial hair and the long straggly hair. I was like, yeah, yeah you're selling me on bad guy. Yeah. But the problem is they do a lot of that in this movie in general. They're trying to sell you stuff. Yeah. They're trying to sell you. He's a bad guy. Yeah. They're trying to sell by beating you over the head with the fact that he's a bad guy. Yes. Yeah. And then you have the back and forth with, yeah, with Nick and Rudy's at Rudy's at Nick is, is and, and Charlize's character back and forth. There's a lot of that. And all it does is give me a headache. But back to the point is I think him as a bad guy is pretty good. I just don't think it was written uh, incredibly well. There's a lot of fat uh, in this movie yeah. that, that could have been shaved off, that um, could have kept his badness intact, but without giving me a headache. <laughs> yeah, I think I that know. he's in the movie too much. 
Yeah, I think ultimately that's what it is. Like, well, extended cut. I find it pretty repetitive. The scenes that he's in, yeah. the dialogue that he's got. Having the same I'm gonna kick your ass, man. Yeah, and then he gets free, and then ten minutes later, you sit down, or I'm gonna kick your ass. Yes. Okay, and There's then he breaks out, and then comes back in. You do that again, I'm gonna kick your ass. A lot of rinse and repeat, over and over and over again. So I agree. Like the look, I think works. But he's and the not, idea is still intact. The it, idea of that all is that's good. right. But he's not yeah. given anything really. He's got one scene which I really like that I'll get to shortly. But otherwise, it's such a stock uh, mustache twirling bad guy. Like it's bad guy with a capital B. Like it's look at me, I'm the bad guy mm-hmm. performance that uh, just doesn't sort of carry the weight. And he's in it too much to really believe him as a bad guy because he's had opportunities mm-hmm. to really be the bad guy and doesn't really deliver on well, that. Well they, they they yeah they kind of it kind of it's kind of forced on you. It's like, "Oh, we have to remind the the audience that this guy's bad." Yeah. So now it's time for him to kill an innocent person, which is what we get later on. Yeah. When Ben runs away, well, well, spoiler, yeah, but we'll yeah. talk about that scene, but there's a lot of that in this movie. That's just right. okay, just to let you know this guy's bad. And he's got really shitty dialogue. This is the problem as yeah. well. The uh can't do much uh, you're gonna try and get up my sister's chimney or something like that, or get down a lot my of, sister's chimney. A lot of chimney. Christmas, cle- um, it just doesn't make any metaphor. Sense. Metaphor, yeah, it's garbage. I was like, just what are you jokes. talking about? Don't play any of your reindeer games, and you're trying to get down my sister's chimney. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Nobody talks like that. That would be funny if his name had. They thought it was Rudy. Had they switched the names? Where at that point he was Rudy. And they've uh, don't play any reindeer games, Rudy. Mm-hmm. More of as a haha Rudolph the that, then and delivered properly. Yes, it there's might room. work. There's it's, but he's it's, Nick here. It's pretty easy, and it is agree. He it, yeah. it, like it's an easy joke to make, but it's even in the easiness, it's ill timed. Yeah. And and he's Nick. He's and he's Rudy. Nick, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, there we go. That's another thing I didn't really like is the on and on about. Oh my God, <laughs> he's Nick. No, he's. Not Rudy. He's Rudy's, but he's not. He's ta- He's what is happening, man? I don't mind some of it, but sure. Again, you have a couple of scenes. One whole extra scene that, yeah, that it's on and on and on and on. And the movie is so dependent on this confusion. And then certainly by the end of it, you realize what the fuck were we even arguing about this whole time anyway? Uh, yeah. Like none of it makes any fucking sense by the time this movie is over. And a lot of it doesn't matter. But in particular, this, all of these early scenes, they do not matter to the plot. They do not matter to the story. They do this. not matter to the characters. It's a big problem with this movie. It's such a huge problem. And as a result, we get shitty things like "Don't play any no reindeer games with me," and you, you, got, get, anything, you got anything else? Well, you got this <laughs> clever. This scene soon afterward, Danny Trejo plays one of the villains. This other villain, I should mention, the kind of the cadre there. Yeah, I've seen him. He's a typical. He's your textbook Absolutely. bad guy. Absolutely, always um, a bad guy. But uh, generally speaking, he's generally, sort of the bad guy. A uh, thug. He's in Heat. Uh, plays a good guy in Halloween Two, uh, or Halloween One, um, the mm-hmm. Rob Zombie remake, of course. Oh, uh, of course, we don't know. Where. Um, <clears throat> but he, we've got Donald Logue. Canadian Ooh. boy, I've yeah, heard. born from Ottawa, Ottawa, Ontario. Really born in Ottawa, yeah, and uh, we last spoke of him in uh, Max Payne. He played his partner. Great, uh, great you, film in the archives. Remember any of that? That's in the archives, of yeah, course. Yeah, Wahlberg delight. And we've got uh, Clarence Williams the third, who played yeah, uh, Link four, Hayes two, in uh, Mod Squad. Yeah, sure. Um, which uh, you know, he's in a movie called The Legend of 1900 that I I think we might take off the shelf this year. No one's stopping you. Um, 
I just a beautiful movie. But anyway, he's in that. We, he was also, I believe, in American Gangster, which we can talk about in the, in the archives as well. So uh, that's the sort of bad guy group. But there's a scene in which they're driving after they've captured Nick and he's in the back of the truck. And, they're, and Danny Trejo talks about, and this to me is like Aaron Kruger's shitty writing. Oh, the magazine? The magazine where he talks about, yeah. seems to me like anybody smart would have. So it's like, it's like a, work, it's actually. a Quentin Tarantino type of yeah, dialogue. Okay. Right? It's like, look how smart we are. We're modern, we're hip, we're bad guys, but we're kind of cool. And the best we could come up with is we should have a second Christmas in July. That way we can make more money. Makes sense. What's funny, though, at work, we talked about how we, the, all the deals are now where we really have just top loaded. We've trained customers to only shop once a year. Basically, yeah. And that's not necessarily a good thing. Because not for a consistently thriving business, right? No. Yeah. So I, I see his point. Yes. So I related to it. I don't think it's a bad point. I just think coming in this movie at this time with this perform, yeah. like with these actors in this movie, ill-timed. It's such a silly scene to me. Mm-hmm. That's going to sound great on this podcast. Such a silly t- scene <laughs> uh, in this in this movie that it just it's like, oh, we're just being hip and cool. Like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Look how writer. Look how we talked before about things being like written, writer, written writerly, writerly, right? And this is a scene where I'm like, this is written. This is a scene that's written. There's nothing natural about this conversation to me, um, which is really kind of annoying. Um, we cut to again more close ups similar thing i just find like it's not doing what it wants to do we get the scene now where he's now basically trying to fight back he's saying uh he talks to ashley and says uh he's had better sex in prison uh, than with her which ouch. It's, a, it's a ouch indeed in more ways than one if you know what he's, i mean <laughs> yeah. uh but having watched that sex scene i find it difficult to believe that that's true he's lashing out yes exactly yeah, he's upset, but rightfully so. I do think that the scene in which Donald Lowe goes to him—this is a, a, a plot hole we've already felt—and Donald Lowe goes, "I get why why he wants us to think that mm-hmm. he's not the guy." But why does she think? But why does he want her to think mm-hmm. that he's not the guy? I don't think he's the guy. And he had it right all along. And that's the thing. I just think like that is logical questions. You don't that listen. Is, to, you don't believe Canadians. <laughs> those are logical questions to an illogical plot that are disregarded. And I get that again. The movie needs to keep moving forward. But in this type of movie, to be so to, to someone almost calling out the absurdity of the plot that we're watching. Yeah, he gets it. Uh, Logue gets it. Yeah, it just makes the audience, or at least certainly me as an audience member roll my eyes even more because I'm watching this going, oh, come on. Yeah, this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Just kill him. And then the guy's like, well, what about, ah, shut up. You don't know. We're going to keep, you know. Some d- dumb reason to keep him alive. Yeah. Some small little, oh, well, we, in case we need someone, uh, you know, who has a little bit curly hair or something. We might want to. Yeah, maybe we him. should try. and yeah. like He's right-handed. We, get, we better. better, better yeah, maybe. He, he, we'll keep him around and see what happens next, right? <laughs> it's just like it's yeah. so obvious and so garbage. Um, but we finally get the, the payoff of that trailer I like so much, which is the uh, hot chocolate and the pecan pie. Yeah, he finally gets to, finally gets it. to have a nibble, eh? Did you find this movie to be an intentional comedy? No. I think it wanted to be a comedy uh, a number of times. might have wanted to. That's but my question, yeah. yeah. But I, yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't feel the same. I was like, none of this is funny. 
Although well, I, I think did, the, I think they were trying. To. They were Sorry, trying really. Mean, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It feels like it wants they to be wanted a comedy, to inject but it's some not com- com- comedic asp- uh, content into this film, and none of it really. None of it delivers. Gave me a, a laugh. Other than when he says "Reindeer Games." Well, Reindeer Games is hilarious. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's gold. <laughs> Uh, the only time actually I did ch- chuckle actually was in the diner sequence where he finally does get his pie and he's eating it and Sinise is trying to interject and he's like get to the plan and he just gives the like <laughs> like the waving of his hand in front of him like not now I'm not finished yet uh, that I, I did find strangely comedic I, I was like well that's funny <laughs> yeah but the rest of it that whole sequence starts to get the plan, the plot in motion. So the whole thing is that they think this guy worked at a casino. Casino, yeah. And therefore will help him or help them steal and give them intel to the yeah. casino but, but because of the renovations. There's all those renovations. All those renovations. Uh, you can't. I find that this, this movie sometimes even confuses me. Like, he did he, did he work there? Or is it Nick that worked there? Does he know something? I don't know. It's and how much does he know? Yeah, it's just because it's not completely made clear in the prison how much they've shared. It's not made clear at all. Yeah. And Ben, okay, Affleck, like, I thought it was just me. The character does not play it like he knows anything either. He plays it like he's making stuff up. Well, let's go back a little bit. One scene where he's testing him after Logue calls him. It's like I don't think. Yeah, That's right. yeah, yeah. He's like, and now he needs to pretend like he is the guy. Yeah, to, yeah, right. Because there's another danger. What's the, what's her middle name? Where yeah. did she go to school? What school? She didn't go to school. What's her biggest fear? Yeah, or her brother, and it's like uh, sharks, whatever it was. Yes, uh, yes. No, no, it's her brother. It's you. Yes, which is not a, a bad scene, except for the fact later, obviously, there's doesn't some, make any sense. It doesn't make sense later. Yeah, or even then at that point. Sure, but, but if if what we if what happens later is true. At that time, yeah, then it, then it doesn't make any sense either and the, way. And this movie, as we'll get to, <laughs> yeah, um, another one of its flaws, but, but yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's it does, it's it's nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense. So he's constantly flip flopping to try and fit whatever the meter that they're looking for, mm-hmm. but misses the overall picture. Well, again, he's trying to sell. It feels like at one point he doesn't want to be the guy, and then in order to stay alive, he has to be the guy. And then he's talking to the about the casino as if he is the guy, but he's playing it in terms of performance like he doesn't know anything about the casino. And yet, when eventually he gets to the casino, there are things he does know, yeah, exactly. but doesn't ever play it like he knows. No, yeah, it's, so it's, it's, what does he know and when does he know it? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, one thing that I actually found inadvertently funny, because we're talking <laughs> about how it tried to be funny, but really wasn't, is they're, like, they're having a conversation at the the plan heist. Uh, they're planning the heist in the coffee shop yes. or the restaurant, and uh, Ben says the R word. The R word. Yeah. And as soon as he says it, uh, Gary's character gets really mad. Oh yeah, lose it. He loses it, yeah. and, and it's not because of that. Uh, <laughs> but the way it was timed, I thought he's mad because he said the R word. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that somehow it's 2023, and yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah, he's offended. And he's and offended. offended. Yeah. Gary is. <laughs> He's a killer, but killers can get offended too. That's right. So that's one thing I I, I kind of chuckled at, but it was that was not intended to be no, funny. No, unlike Reindeer Games. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I just think like at the beginning of this movie, I'm like, oh, it's a hard thriller, like it's a pl- you know a, a pot boiler kind of thriller movie. And then there's so many jokes and winks and cleverness in that first half forty five minutes or so 
And I'm like, oh, no, this movie thinks it's a comedy, except it's not funny. And then later, I'm like, no, 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 I guess it's not a comedy. You know, I find the tone of this movie is to be a bit of a mess. I think it's indicative of the fact that you're saying that all the choices that are being made feel like they're only being made in the moment and not as part of a larger sort of story to tell. Yeah, This, this movie, unfortunately, tried to be something, and all it should have been was a popcorn action. Thriller, Michael, action Michael Bay. Like, sure. You know, that's what... A heist movie, something like yeah, more. And that's yeah. all this works at. If you try to do anything else with this, it's gonna probably not work. Yeah. And I it think, just falls apart on the weight of yeah, it. It tries to be right. something that it really shouldn't have been, in my opinion. And yeah. uh, I mean, I want to applaud the effort, kind of like you talked about with Michael Bay and Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. He wants this to be something else. Yeah, like wants he it wants to be a to, thing. Yeah, and it's really you should An just, epic. just yeah, but it's just let's just do Pearl Harbor, and let's not do this. And anyways, but. yeah, I agree. And that's kind of ultimately. I mean, they. I did find some humor in the the cowboy outfits when they're doing the, when they're doing the recon. Yeah, about Ashton 50, Kutcher. Uh, about fifty minutes into the movie, <laughs> and uh, and we get the gang going in to sort of a recon recon yeah. mission and see what's what. Uh, and I found that to be somewhat humorous, very briefly. But I thought you know Affleck can pull that kind of silliness off pretty good, but. Um, I think the introduction of the great Dennis Farina in this moment as well as the as the casino uh, honcho or whatever else where he's talking to the guys above about how he's brought in all these yeah, acts. He's yeah. got the... Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> Coke and Pepsi. Find anyone else that offers both. Yeah. And that might have been a true state. It still is true a lot of the time. Sure. You yeah. have a deal with one or the other. It's so usually that's, the that, deal. That's still... Relatable today. Yep, it hits home. (laughs) (laughs) But I think all the stuff that he does—I should say all the stuff—but this first little scene, he just can sell it. I think he's just a good, a good enough. Oh, he's an actor, and he's funny. Obviously, and I thought he was pretty funny in in Striking Distance, Out of Sight. Oh, sorry. Um, But he's he's fantastic in Get Shorty, which may come off this year too. But he's about time. uh, He's just a great actor, and when you're watching him sort of shovel his shit to the to the other guys and trying to get more money for the casino. Uh, made me kind of chuckle throughout, um, but the rest of it. Uh, he talks Not about so how he's gonna he's getting three Russian broads to do the music or whatever. Look like the Golden Girls <laughs> <laughs> doing some entertainment. Yeah, like, he's the man. Uh, there's something about that that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I just had that written down as Dennis Freena ideas. Yeah, <laughs> he's just great. He's got all these great ideas. And he and doesn't want to go back to Vegas. Definitely does not want to go clear. back. Yeah. So I like that. Affleck gets away, sort of makes a deal with the guy to switch outfits. And we get what I think is the only time where I feel any level of, for lack of a better term, threat from the bad guys. Because everything up until now is the same way we were talking. Uh, Sit down or I'll kick your ass. Stand up or I'll kick your ass. This we actually get to watch, to me, Gabriel be... Be Gabriel. Be pretty dark. Yeah, be himself. Um so the sequence where he's running away, they fall on the ice. I like you know these winter scenes. I think that part does deliver, um, in terms of the 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 excitement of the movie or whatever else. I like like it looks cold. It looks naturally one hundred percent wintry. She and, fell through like that's yeah. So like that real. kind of stuff. Like Harry Bailey falls in the ice. Yeah. He has to save her, and uh, and eventually you know saves her life or whatever else. And then Gabriel sees the ice fisher like ice fisherman hey what's going on over here whatever else and ben's like trying to don't say anything go away go away i really like that scene 
I like that eventually Gabriel goes to the shack. He's already shot him kind of through the shoulder, it seemed. Um, and then instead of shooting him, he shoots all around so the ice kind of collapses and takes him under. I thought that to me, where this movie has spent the last too much time now being funny with Farina and the Cowboys and the Indians and the you know yeah. all of you that. You want to see the real Gabriel. That That's BS. what you've been waiting for. I just if you're gonna have stakes, I want stakes. Well, you're supposed to have stakes. And they're not showing me anything up at this point. It's all threat. It's, it's all, all been threat. Medium rare up to this point. That's right. That's right. So this was the final, the the worst. Uh, you know what he said though. The uh, well done version of. Uh, yeah, and he <laughs> says, "I have a hunger and a headache," or the other way around. I have a headache and a hunger, which I get the impression that, yeah, hunger and a headache. So he has a hunger to kill, is what I gathered from that. Sure. He's not actually, you know, hungry for like burger, steak, burger, even steak, even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's clearly uh, a cold. I don't want to say he's calculated, but he's certainly a cold killer. Sometimes calculated. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes he calculates it, sometimes he doesn't. And now we have Ben with hyperthermia. I yeah. Jeez. What are your thoughts on this? I actually kind of thought this was fairly well rendered as he well. He looked cold. Looked cold. I like the sort of that he couldn't barely the darts. get his dialogue out. Like he was sort of mumbling. Like, and know, then he takes some darts. He takes some darts <laughs> to himself, which I thought was pretty good too. That actually, that sequence, basically everything from the escape, which I don't like the initial part of, but the more or less from them on the ice until the hypothermia dart scene. Yeah, it's, it's not I actually think that section. is a solid 10 minutes or 15 maybe of the movie. It's the most cohesive. It all At that point, it's, it's the only parts of the movie or the first parts of the movie where I think we've got 15 minutes or 10, 10 to 15 minutes that consistently make sense, that all of the motivations seem legitimate, all the reactions and the interactions all make sense, performances seem to be on point, and we're in a moment of jeopardy. Like all of those things, I feel for the first time, an hour ish into the movie, finally starts to coalesce and make a little bit of sense. Doesn't last very long. But no. For this brief period, I thought this is well executed. I felt tense. Yeah. And in like you know, in terms of the filmmaking, I thought everything kind of started to work. Yeah, but I mean, then we get back to the sort of yelling and the screaming and. I'm going to kill you if you do this. Yeah, there's that. a lot of that nonsense. And like, what reason do we have to keep you alive? And then Ben always seems to find a reason to keep himself around. I don't know. It just seems that it's just done too much, I think. It's a lot of flipping and flopping because right after yeah. this scene. We have another flop. So Where's the flip? Affleck saves her. They get back. She's being consoling, whatever They're else. They're yelling at each other. They're doing a little bit. But then at the same time, he's like, "We've got. i got to get a gun. Yeah. Right. He's trying to get his, you know, himself kind of sorted. She's working with him. And then not five, six minutes after that, he's working his way around the motel. What does he find? At what point did you realize they were brother and sister or weren't brother and sister? At this point. Oh, was it that? Was, okay. I was about halfway through. It's like, I'm thinking. I, I didn't. I remember it again when I first thinking watched off the it. off top, maybe. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Be just a weird relationship, but then no, the top thing. As soon as the top <laughs> came off, that was, I was, that, was like, that the point. This is a thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. I did find same here same that here. same sequence <laughs> to be. I mean, it's a great excuse to get some boobs out. Sure, seen them though. Um, Wasn't only overly impressed. Oh, well. eh, I got high standards for breasts. Okay, I like mine. That's right. More my bar is the key. What, what, what question to you is? Who gets into a pool mad? They were mad right from the. You, don't, you might get be in the pool, swim around, then you get mad. 
But who gets it? And then get in the pool. Kinda, I'm so mad. I need to swim. Yeah, exactly. And they're both kind of getting in the pool. I get the sense they're both coming into the pool mad. Sure. There's the tension in the air. Yeah. I don't know. They haven't been able to take care of themselves, sure, presumably. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But um, here, here, this is our first sort of twist. It's I a guess. big plot twist. Yeah. yeah. It's the big reveal. Yeah, if you not, will. not super like, oh, okay, well, sure. That's been done a lot. Of, it's not, yeah. None of it is strikes as being like, I mean, none of it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense because it's. Yeah. A bad movie it doesn't not make sense because. Yeah. But I had no idea until that point. No, exactly. Yeah. And I thought overall, oh, okay. I, I, I was kind of indifferent to it. I wasn't like <gasps> shocked and, and surprised or whatever. But at the same time, it wasn't. Oh yeah, saw that coming a mile away. It just happened, yeah. and I accepted it. And I thought it was perfectly like legitimate. Sure, yeah. Uh, it's on enough. the up and up. Anyway, um, I can work with it. I can work with it. Um, but I did not, for lack of a better term, see it coming. Like I, I, I felt oh surprised. Yeah, and she's sort of just going like. No, you need him. That's right. He's an extra body. You can't do it. You gotta get. Gotta have five. You can't and, do it. And she. And, well, no. It's it, this. It's needs six. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. It's, well, I got the real numbers you here. The I hard, wrote it down. Hard data. Because the next scene, basically after that, is needs six guys, six guns. There you go. Again, Ben's trying to finagle a gun. Yes. Which makes sense. Obviously, sure, it makes sense. Because he knows after knowing what he knows now, even more so that yeah, he's like very he's much alone. on his own. Exactly. He's alone. He's already upset with her for just telling the brother who he she knows is crazy hey i know this guy in prison like come on don't do that uh, honest yeah. mistake but not we really. do get of course the classic uh r- room service bill joke oh, yeah when he goes to check out of the room dollars of uh pay-per-view all the pay-per-view the, and some booze bar, yeah. thing i was like yeah. god this is such an easy joke yeah, it's you so can't, you cannot you can't do it too many times there's so many of these jokes that are so telegraphed, even though I didn't necessarily anticipate it. As soon as I, as soon as it gets to the moment where we're at the checkout, I'm like, there's, there's of course the, yeah, there's, it's yeah. the moment for the bill to go, Hey, what do you got? The porn or, you know, whatever. Like it's such an easy joke. Yeah. Well, this movie does that a few times, even just before that, where he basically is out and he has to come back in. It's the classic. Well, oh, yeah. I've left and I end up right back I to where heard, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to run to get there. There's no doubt he's going to get back in time, but because I've seen it before. Well, he's playing it up too, like the director, like he's going up the stairs, going down the stairs. The geography of this entire sequence doesn't make any sense to me. My next question is, you, how do you, how is, how do you feel in general about stairwell case scenes? You know, stairwells. Love them. You generally, lo- generally love them. Up yeah. and down. Maybe sure. an elevator involved. Richard. Sometimes. It's a great, great stairwell <laughs> sequence. <laughs> In, you uh, picked the, the, the best one. I actually didn't even think of Fugitive, but good, good, um, good call. But uh, there's some good ones, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That is, a, that is uh, <laughs> it should have been a category last year. <laughs> best stairs, best stairs, yeah, <laughs> best stairs scene. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that that's that's that is the geography of that scene was the biggest issue for me. Where uh, I was just like, I don't understand I where really I'm at, at any point. moment, and for him to just be in the thing. And if these guys are so worried about him, they just do a little pop in. You're fine and leave. It's all awkward. I well, hate. and the whole hot wire thing, oh. and that's the thing throughout this movie. Oh, if I could hot wire a car, how can I can't? Come on, I should be able to hot. Well, they're completely two different they're things. One hundred percent different no, things. Just because you can hot wire a car no. does not mean you can hot wire a, a lock hotel, of a hotel. A lock. Like those yeah. are completely different configurations. That's right. One's different a combustible en- engine. The other one is a, yeah. is a keypad. But uh, fine, it's okay. But I'm pretty kind of like I get a headache at this point. Yeah, it's bad. Like it's a lot of the bickering and the, yeah. a lot of like. I'm Nick and I'm not Nick. It yeah. Kinda, it re- it, the movie was made it really hard to to stay with it. Uh, I found it difficult to care at any point about anybody in the movie. Yeah. 
I was like, I don't really like. It's only because it's Ben, really. It's it. But that's even, all. It's but left. his performance isn't even the thing. So it's just like the actor. I'm like, ah, I like him. That's I'll it. And I don't like what if I'm just. That's a lot of my Bruce movies are. I feel that that's way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not really I don't doing it. I feel that way with Ben. Okay. And we're basically now kind of at the casino for the, the heist. heist. The, the official heist. We're about an hour and a half. We're going to go in as cowboys. It. We're going to go in as. Santa's. Santa's. Which I actually, you know, again, from a visual standpoint, so an overhead shot of the Santa's walking in or what have you, visually, I thought that I'm okay with that uh, yeah. conceptually. Um, what it does with that after doesn't make any interest. You know, I have no interest. Other than I do like the uh, blackjack sequence. Never mm-hmm. tell you the first time I ever played blackjack at a table? No, maybe. Tell, but tell me now. The first time I ever sat down to play blackjack at a casino. I was fairly young. You don't stand. And I had, I want to say maybe 16, 17. I can't remember the exact cards in front of me. But I hit. And I had the guy next to me chastise me and say, what are you doing? You took my card. And Mm -hmm. I said, well, I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. And what it means effectively is that which is what Affleck does to this old guy in this movie is what are you doing hitting on 16? You, if there's a 10 in there, you wait, you, you, you stand, you stand on it. And that way the dealer takes it and he busts out and everybody wins, but you're playing for you and you should be playing for all is how it Uh, was presented. How a gambler, but I I sort of get, so I was, I was chastised. So at a, at a, at a blackjack table, it's everybody against the dealer. If the dealer busts, oh, I did not know that. Then I mean that's the perception. It's like if the dealer busts, then everybody pays. So the whole goal is to have the dealer bust the card. So if you're hitting on something that doesn't need a hit because of what's showing, there's a lot of variables. Oh, then sure. potentially, because I took the dealer's card, the guy next to me gets the dealer's card, and therefore, you know, it just throws off the dynamic. So anyway, I got in shit. Yeah, it sounds like it. And that's ultimately what yeah, Affleck is doing back, this eh? whole sequence where he's sort of causing the scene is this the old man yeah. the old man and the, and the issue there so i found a a, a little solace uh, of course being uh, in a casino that felt comfortable to me That's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh but also that sequence in general it brought back some tra- traumatic memories what what felt interesting like relatable to me is the point where dan i think it's dennis serena's character is telling the security guards like a lot of you can go home mm-hmm. because it's not quiet. It's very quiet. Yeah. And it reminded me of work. It's like, okay, we're, you're about to let someone leave early. Yeah. Or as a manager, I would let people be, leave yeah. early. You yeah. can be the, 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 the nice boss. Yep. doesn't affect you at all. And it makes you look like... Uh, sure, you're a hero. Yeah. yeah. And then the, as soon as they leave Moment. or they're about to leave, <laughs> yep. either A, you were going to let them leave and now you have to say, sorry, you need to stay. Yep. Or you they do leave and you're now stuck being super busy yeah. because it gets busy. Yeah. As soon as you tell somebody they can go home. We used to do that at the airport. We would we would let people go because, like, yeah, it's slow. There's one one yeah. last flight of the night. Everyone just get out of here. It's fine. And then we'd get the call. Yeah, you, you, that flight's canceled. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. We have nobody left anymore. We just let five people go. Yeah. And we have to deal with all these passengers now. Anyway, it's, so it's like yeah. it, it never fails that, never, like, you're trying yeah. to be the good people. And you're like, yikes. Um, yeah. But anyways, yeah, you got all the Santas. You get the, the blackjack and the... We get Farina. Yeah. And he's getting beat to a pulp. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Except. He well, he doesn't. Does he? There's a powwow safe. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. So, like, there's this thing where, like, the whole movie, yeah, quite Affleck is sort of pretending like there's this powwow like safe. something. But he doesn't know it. 
He doesn't know what's in it. He doesn't know anything about it. And I'm not convinced even when he's talking about it at the beginning of the movie that it even exists at all. Maybe it's something everybody typically has. And then he lies. Like you're the... You're the casino guy. Is there a pow? Is there I, I've never seen a powwow. Say personally. And why is it called powwow? I think it's more because it's on a on a reservation. Oh, okay. Uh, so, but he plays it throughout the rest of the movie. This powwow safe. This powwow safe. And he's at the diner and he's talking about it. And he's making it up. You can clearly see in his eyes and his performance. He's making it up. He's making it up. He's making it up. Then he gets to the actual room, and Farina doesn't seem to have any indicate like. When he says the words, it doesn't seem to make any sense to Farina. He's not playing it like he knows what a powwow safe is. Mm-hmm. Sinise is beating him to a pulp, asking for a powwow safe. Then Affleck has never known what this powwow safe is. Yeah, especially after Does, the renovation. But he's talked about it. <laughs> yeah. He then says it's behind the liquor cabinet on an ax, like on a whim. It yeah. is behind. Got, well, you could tell he got lucky. He had sure. that look like. Whew. But just the idea is like he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, but just so happens that he's right. Yeah. Farina doesn't know anything about it, then goes, oh, okay. And the powwow safe is not money at all. No, it's powwow. It's a gun, a machine Pow. gun, an Uzi. Yeah. Uh, and it, Dennis it's Rina, all done to set up a good line. It's all it's it is. Yeah. And it's Dennis Rina might have might be the worst shot. He's worse than a stormtrooper. Oh my god! It's and, the worst. And this movie could have been over in five seconds. And Ben takes a while for him to duck yeah. because, because he has that look. Oh, he's got the guns and he's like still standing up. <laughs> it's and, so bad. And it's like, oh, I guess I better get down. It's it's terrible. terrible. So bad. And this is another thing, and that we talked about right at the beginning of the show, about the laziness and the uh, and just the oversight of these little things yeah. that don't, I wouldn't think are that difficult to get right. Sure, and it's with a little attention, with a little, little bit of detail. A little bit, yeah. And it's like this—I can't buy this at all. So bad. It's and I know he's been beaten. He's been his, his his feathers have been ruffled. Farina's in a rough state, so maybe a little bit. You get the sense that he was just like this moments earlier, sure. And now he's this, but then he's jumping out of windows. Exactly. And tell yeah. Santa says uh, thanks from the tomahawk or something like this. Is, what is what? He gets it like he got up from the dead, and he's yeah. and then. And bother again along the same lines. He's his character didn't need to die. No, he has chased them off. Yes, he can just stop, just move and on, and wait for help to come. Yeah. And he has lived and dies when he's ninety-eight. Exactly, he's having uh, a good life. Exactly, it's not in left. Vegas. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> anywhere but Vegas. But he keeps chasing for no good reason. He's got no yeah. dog in the fight. And Gabriel just obviously just shoots yeah. him. It doesn't make I any sense. That. It also doesn't make much Ugh. sense if the safe only had the gun in it. And the guys that are holding him captive already have guns. Then just let him in the safe. Who gives a shit? If you're there to protect just like the money, if there's like $2 million in a powwow safe, then that's what you're trying to protect. Then, yeah, you're going to get beaten down and beaten down and beaten down and beaten down. But the implication when that safe opens is that there's only guns in there. I don't see any other money. So it's like the guy's already got a gun. Who gives a shit if he gets this gun? Just let him open the safe. What's the problem? Yeah. Anyway, it's just just dumb. It's just dumb. And then it really, I mean, if you couldn't believe it already, (laughs) the movie really starts to fall apart. They do get Clarence Williams III to burn in a scene that doesn't make much sense to me, but I like that it happens. Yeah, yeah. Like just the effect of the burn. I I I figured you like any sort of sick death. Eh, That's a good effect. You know, it was. I I bought it. I bought bought the burn. Yeah. Out the window he goes. Uh, yeah, the old squirty gun. Again, that was uh, a payoff. Exactly. Pay earlier, exactly. So, so I'm willing to accept. That's okay. Yep. Uh, 
But now the movie, which was already a bit of a disaster, already kind of run its course as far as I'm concerned. We still have another 10 or so 15 minutes. And then the movie, to me, really just falls apart. It starts to make no sense at all because now it's nothing but like long exposition scenes. Explaining everything. Explaining every fucking thing that's happened up until now. Who wouldn't? Uh, who wouldn't love Charlize Theron? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hands up right here. That's right. You don't even like her boobs. Fan. I'm not a fan. You liked her. In, uh, I liked her in Mad, Mad Max. Max. Uh, I don't think we've done it. I think it's the one arm, the mechanical arm. <laughs> Just like you a, have a type. I like mechanical arms. That's why I like the Fugitive so much. Sure, absolutely. He had a mechanical arm. <laughs> and Jedi, you like. Uh, yeah, there right? you go. All the things. <laughs> um, yeah, it it just doesn't make any sense and. I do like one line in this entire sequence. I like a look. You you like a line. I like a look. Go with your one line. line where he says to Charlize, "I saved your life," and she simply just says, "You shouldn't have." I just something about the coldness of that. I thought was really fairly. I don't want to say powerful, but like appropriate. It was like sure. uh, so matter of fact. It's something about that I just I really enjoyed. Good in one little line. What have, what have you got? The look that I like was after she slips up. Oh gosh! And, and yeah, knew how into that. and knew how Nick. Yeah. Rudy. <laughs> yeah. The other like guy. who how whoever died. Yes. Well, I never mentioned a shiv. Yes. And he gives Gabriel a look like they're almost on the same team sure. for just a moment. Yeah. Like you getting you getting a shit? Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. hearing the shit that's coming out of her mouth? And Gabriel's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah, that's it. Just a moment. It's such a collapsed movie the movie just completely falls flat to me at this point well i just i don't i already yeah. don't care right like there's obviously been nothing at this point that keeps me interested i'm just questioning how the logistics exactly but all point. of a sudden you've got these movies and i we've talked about movies with twists before and i've said some of my challenges with like an m night and so forth where the movie is so predicated on the twist that if you take the twist out or you recognize that twist early how the rest of the movie doesn't make a lot of sense i used to be a big fan of wrestling and there would be sequences in wrestling where you would have a whole match for like 20 minutes. Everybody's killing themselves. And then in the last 30 seconds, one of the tag team partners turns on his partner and joins the back, you know, the other guys. And it's like, you couldn't have done this at the beginning of the, of the match. You just got your ass beat for 30 minutes for yeah. no good reason. Only for the last five seconds to be like, ha I got one on you. That's what this movie feels like, <laughs> which is none of it makes any sense. You're going to get your ass kicked, beat up, fight, you know, all the, whatever. And at the end of the day, it's like, oh, hey, Gabriel, and, and actually Nick's still alive, or Rudy's still alive. And like it just all starts to be like, what am I even watching at this point? None of it mm. makes any sense. And then so much exposition. Sinise is now dead. Somehow she decides to shoot, shoot him. Shoot him and not Affleck. Not Affleck, who's already solved whatever Affleck's point was, is over. Like whatever the point, unless... You gotta have five, you, which you, you do. That, I think that's the trick. You is do. you gotta have five, yeah, they, and they make yeah they they keep giving us reasons why they're not <sighs> killing Ben. And this is probably one of the better ones actually com in the compared to some other ones. Sure. Okay, you need five, but can the fifth one not have a bullet in his like, head? Can, can you not find any? You're gonna burn him anyway. Exactly. What the fuck? You put does it she matter? gasolines the car. Yeah. When your car goes over, it's gonna probably blow up from the footage I've seen. Yes. Anyway. In any yes, in any movie, in any time, yes. Yeah, but I think you kind of know when the twist comes. Your the, your direction you have kind of tells you how good it is, sure. or how successful uh, or success, effective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when I watched, I know you don't like Sixth Sense. Sure. But I was like, oh fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and they're like, oh, let me think. Yeah. But it was like a good let me think. Yes. This yes. one, like, this one had me like, 
huh, let me think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No, no. And, and they replay. They actually show you show him you getting shipped again. so stupid. And the blood capsule and this and that. But when it actually happens, None it looks happens. too real. Yes. Like, no, that wasn't fake. No, it's and like they, they uh, revisionist. Exactly. I don't like when they do that. You know how I feel about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. There's a movie, uh, Sleepy Hollow, which I remember watching way back in 99 when it Burton, came out. Tim Burton, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it might come off eventually, yeah, but not, not, no rush. not in the near future. No rush. But I, I watched that movie, and there was like, it's a bit of a, almost a mystery as to who's in, you know, whatever involved. And there's a plot at the end, near the end of that movie, that reveals all like the things, right? Oh, so-and-so did so-and-so, you know, all this stuff. Except we weren't privy to any of that. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you're creating a mystery but it's all off camera. So it felt like removed from it. Whereas this, it's mm-hmm. like you're creating a mystery out of nothing. None of these scenes make any sense. So you can just say like, oh yeah, it was a capsule and I'll show you the cap. Like none of it really mer- yeah. like re- resonated and it fell apart and it doesn't make any sense. And then by the time Unlike six Nick six. or whatever shows up, did you anticipate him showing up at any point? No, because it wouldn't make, because any, it didn't sense. make any sense. That's the no, thing. It's not like, oh my yeah. God. Exactly. Sixth Sense is like, oh, and they show and you, like, you're right. Yeah, that's right. This no scene one sees doesn't them. Yeah, yeah. Then that's, um, and that will come off the shelf. Sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I just thought it's it's fucking bad. I like, like, I like his his Nick's death scene, though. The oh, the, the crushing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know me. I don't typically like that stuff. No, no, no. I like a good crushing. <laughs> uh, I liked it. In film, I, not in real life. Uh, I, I, I do hate the. Uh, Never put a car thief behind the wheel. Oh yeah, like it's yeah. such a, a fuck. I just yeah. there's nothing good. I can't. I'm not. I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Please. Everything about the ending of this movie, particularly the last ten or fifteen minutes, games. is <laughs> fucking terrible. There's not a good single thing about it, except for the legs. Yeah, the legs. Exactly. And his sure. desperate attempts, like uh, we can and we're still, still work this friends, out. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think we're past that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny actually. It's that is a little bit funny. And the ending was sort of taking the all the money that he that he raised and saved. And I got gave a it away. Problem with that. Talk to me. We need five Santas, right? Yes. That's the whole thing. We need five gotta dead five. Santas. Gotta have five. Now we have four, and we have one going around town with a big sack of cash, handing it out. Gee, that's not suspicious. Yeah. Who would ever know? That's the complete opposite yeah. of what Charlize was going for. And I get it. You need five Santas. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Well, apparently you don't. No. The other one can just. Go around town with a big sack of stolen money yep. and put it in mailbox. Because uh, nothing in this movie matters. Take off this. I thought he should have taken off the suit, put it on Smash Legs guy Nick. Sure. And now you've got your Send five. him over, yep. and then you walk away with the cash. Yeah. And this, really, at this point, is the uh, the uh, what embodies the accumulation yes. of what I don't like yeah. when, when movies do this. It, it's just, I can't just... None La- of it makes any sense. Laziness. Laziness. Pure laziness. laziness. And and I sh- I'm not shouldn't be one t- to talk about laziness. So sure, but I will. I will. I will. I will be hypocritical. <laughs> Similar uh, to what we talked about with a simple plan is, or they in the movie they address the fact like you know what we'll burn up or we'll we'll leave fifty thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars in genius. the plane yeah. because no one will think it must have gone undetected because five hundred thousand dollars would have been taken, yeah. right? So in this instance, yeah, throw some of that money in the car, burn it up, and now you're, Bob's your uncle, mm-hmm. and you're you're all good. But instead, it turns into something else entirely. Yeah. And ending with Affleck's, again, another extreme close-up, on Affleck's face while the voiceover of his parents and eating 
hot chocolate and pecan he, pie. He, he, yeah, yeah. He was um, like Christmas, as he's just smiling, looking at the Signal. camera, is just stupid. It's a terrible way to end a terrible movie. Uh, maybe it's an appropriate way, well, considering the fact that this movie sucks so bad. But um, right out of the gate, you know, last year the first movie we did after the New Year was The Thing. <laughs> We're coming in hot this year, and uh, that's yeah. a fucking stone cold masterpiece. And this is just garbage. We are I, coming in cold, cold to 2024. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's not a movie uh, that I've seen that's worse than this this year. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And it, it might hold. <laughs> it could sustain. I, I we'll I'm see. not sure. Though, it, if I'm involved in this, uh, if you keep me coming we got back. A lot, we, got, we got 26 more yeah. opportunities to burn it to the Absolutely, ground. Absolutely, <laughs> buddy. Oh. Got more where that came from, but I, I, yeah, finish your thoughts and I'll. Uh, I think it's just trash. I think yeah, there's okay. nothing about it that I really think is any good. There's there's so little to recommend. There's too little to enjoy. Uh, it's really bad. And I, I knew it was bad 20 years ago, but I had hoped that some time would have kind of maybe forget. And I did. I honestly, I didn't remember much of this plotting, but it's bad. It doesn't make any sense. It's bad choices from top to bottom. I, I don't think the 20 years, 23 years of, of the movie aging, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what even hurts it either. We no. talk about how, how age True. hurts yep. movies. No, this it's was not an age problem. equally as bad now, so it didn't get worse. So if I can sure. take something good out of this, is the movie isn't worse now than it was 20 years ago. It was bad then, and it's equally as bad now. And there's just nothing. This movie should have been an action movie, uh, 90 Minutes, Nice and tight. Yeah. A no-brainer. A little thriller. A little bit of right? a Ben Affleck. Yeah. Some, Heist some, movie with Affleck. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Keep it, keep it, and have some, some just put your more money into some effects and, and things like that and and not try to force this, all this extra dialogue. Mm. And uh, it was just, it just numbed my brain after a while and I, it really really took me out of the film. Very, uh, very, I was very disappointed. I thought for some reason, I, I thought maybe I might like the movie and there was something I missed the first time around. And I thought I probably the only reason I probably liked it the first time more is I was just more younger and dumber. Uh, someone argue I'm just older and equally as dumb, just like this movie is equally as bad. Uh, <laughs> but now with a more mature sort of sensibility about myself, I'm like no, this is just not a good movie. And, yeah, and I, I, I am IMBD knows it too. Yeah, sure, I have no <laughs> doubt. I will say uh, just to, to the, the before we wrap it up that. The difference between the extended cut and the, and the regular cut is, is it's only about 18 minutes. Yeah, that's so, 18. <laughs> th- but that's the problem is that this movie is more than 18 minutes of bad, right? So it's not entirely yeah. the fact, oh, it's a little too it's long. Because another extra 18 minutes isn't night and day, do, right? Do you know what it was? Was it a specific chunk or is it just two it's minutes re-edited. It's re-edited. It it's just a couple of slivers usually here and there. It's almost yeah. never an 18-minute chunk because okay. uh, movies have intricate plot. I was trying to think of anything I couldn't remember the no, first time. I think, but I think it's ultimately just, just different footage and different cuts and so forth but the idea that this movie 18 minutes less of this movie i don't think makes the difference you know so the problems with this movie are not entirely the fact that well we watched the long one it's that it's bad from minute one till the end it's just bad for less time exactly (laughs) you have to give up less of your life for it uh but that's about it there you go uh folks we do appreciate you giving us uh (laughs) what uh, this uh this hour and a bit of your life not extended we did not do an extended we did not do an extended episode uh, it's not magnolia levels it's not quite there (laughs) yeah Uh, we come out with a uh, editor's cut for that by the way (laughs) it's 15 minutes long that's fantastic we do appreciate you listening uh, of course uh please uh Start the new year off right by liking the podcast, uh, sharing it, following it, subscribing to it, um, sharing it with uh, all your your friends and neighbors. And, uh, of course, we don't want any of your reindeer games either. 
No. But so let us know what you think about it on the... Absolutely. Join the us on the Facebook yeah, page. Maybe, and uh, if you liked it, maybe tell us why. If, if anybody <laughs> out there likes this movie, you can try and <laughs> we, convince us. We will us not uh, chastise you for No, it. we might invite you on the episode. Yeah, uh, that's on entertainment. The next, <laughs> as a guest. Uh, thanks, folks. We'll talk to you next week. Good night.